Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, the no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Jesse Cruz with Hope Enterprise. Welcome, Jesse. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate your time. Well, I'm excited to learn about Hope Enterprise. Tell us a little bit about your work. So I am a professional speaker, best-selling author, and life coach. And specialize in any area? So yes, I, I specialize in personal development, grief, and loss. And uh, what kind of drew you to this practice? So what drew this practice to me, you know, I felt I was led here. I was called to do this. And that came from a circumstance a few years back. Uh, my wife and I were trying to have a child. And after years of trying, nothing happened. And then eventually one day she got pregnant. And so we were really excited. And then the challenging part that came with the pregnancy was that our child was supposed to be born in May. And she ended up being born in January. So she was born extremely premature. And so through that journey, you know, she was put into a neonatal intensive care unit. And so every single day we watched her struggle to breathe. Um, she had good days. She had bad days. We would watch her do well. Then we watch her flatline, come back to life and then flatline again. And so it was very traumatic to go through that on a daily basis, not really knowing when her last breath was coming. And then after 42 days of her fighting, she passed away and flatlined for the final time in our arms. And then obviously that uh, left a mark. And uh, what did you learn from that trauma? Well, in that traumatic time that I went through, you know, I mean, I went through some challenging moments of worry, anxiety, and depression, and stress, and fear, and extreme sadness. And I learned that you know, my, my faith is not circumstantial. That was one of the big, biggest lessons I learned in that no, no hurt should ever be wasted, you know, and I went through tremendous hurt for years and I still go through it on a daily basis, you know, I have ups and downs like everybody else. Um, but when you're taking your hurts and you're using it to heal, not only yourself, but others, it gives the pain that you've gone through purpose. It gives the hurt, um, a healing message. And so I wanted to take my most traumatic event, my most painful moment in time and use it as a way as a powerful message to help others heal from their pain. Now, what um, kind of led you to uh, helping others in this way? Like, I know that you went through this, this, but at what point did you say, you know what, what I should be doing with this is to find other people or have them find me so I can share my story and I can help them navigate through this uh, stress. Absolutely. So shortly after her passing, I just started writing in a journal every single day. And I noticed as I started to put pen to paper, um, I actually started to feel better. So it became like a therapy for me. And so I would start writing every single day. And I said, you know what, I'm going to turn this into a book because it, since my writing is helping me heal, I believe that words have power. And I want to use these words of power to help impact other people. Since they're impacting me, I know it could help somebody else. 
And so as I started writing every day, I started to develop the skill and decided, you know what, this needs to get out to the world because, you know, this was put on my heart for a reason and a purpose. And I want to spread this message of hope to other people. Now, what was it like when that first person came to you and said, Jesse, you know, I need some help. How does this work? Like, how much does it cost? What do I get? Like, how's this? Like, did you do anything like this before? So, I mean, I've been in the helping field for for several years, but I never did it in, in such a way of, you know, writing a book or getting up on a stage and speaking or coaching people one on one. Um, but I remember being in shock when those first few people came up to me and said, your book touched my life, your book changed my life, your, your story brought me to tears. And having these people come up to me that I don't even know start opening up about their personal lives and their struggles and their pain. I'm still humbled by it because it's just amazing to see how truly um, this old beautiful thing works together called life and, and how my story is not just my story because all of our stories are connected because we all have moments of pain that we need help from others to get through. And so just so humble, humbled and honored for people to reach out to me and say that the message that I'm sharing is making a difference in your life. Now, your organization is called HOPE. Does HOPE stand for something? Yeah, so HOPE is um, helping other people every day. And so the mission with that is, is that the reason why HOPE exists, I think, is because someone decided to help. And the reason we needed help is because we were hurting. And so it's just been one of my missions in life that I, I want to help other people every opportunity I get every day because I know what it's like to feel like um, I had no help. I felt helpless and hopeless. And the mo there were moments where people came into my life, whether they were friends, family, or complete strangers, who just listened, who were just there for me, who encouraged me, and just let me cry and just let me be myself and didn't judge me. And so that's what I'm all about. So now um, your latest book is uh, Losing Faith, Finding Hope. Is that... Um... Was that written kind of to help you through this pandemic where uh, a lot of folks have been kind of dealing with loss and maybe feel hopeless? Is that Was that kind of in response to all the kind of chaos that's happening nowadays? So the, the Losing Faith, Finding Hope, I mean, that book is a story about what happened with my daughter. Um, faith, obviously, you know, my beliefs, what I was going through, my, my, my beliefs came into question. I started to struggle with what I believed in. Um, losing of the faith in that way and also losing the faith. My daughter's name was Faith. So I lost her as well. So it had a double meaning. And, you know, it was just so time that this book came out when it did because every person I've come into contact with has lost something in 2020, whether that was a job, whether that was money, whether that was their health, whether that was their freedom, whether it was their opportunities, everybody lost something. And so I feel like someone, everybody's lost some ounce of faith, no matter what they believe in. They had faith in, in someone or something, and it didn't go as planned. And the message I'm sharing with this book is that we all lose faith from time to time, um, but it's the hope that can push us through and, and know that we can make it through. And when you see somebody else struggling, you know you're not the only one. You know you're not alone. And you just need to see somebody else that's gone through it and got out the other side successfully. Now, what advice would you give someone who is struggling right now? Is there some things they can be doing to kind of um, steady themselves through a difficult time? 
one of the most important things I learned through this journey is having a community. So um, I, I give a lot of credit to the people that have been placed in my life that just came over to the house and cooked a meal or just called me or just text me or just encouraged me. So I think it's having a group of people in your life. It doesn't have to be 20, 30. It could be literally one or two or three, but having some people in your life who truly want to see you win, who want to see you be successful. And I think it's also identifying what characteristics you admire in other people and then seeking them out to be your friends or mentors or someone you do life with. So community is key. Now, do you have any advice for that new coach that maybe has never done this before, or maybe doesn't know if they can do this? Is there anything you would tell them about kind of uh, leaning into this path of coaching and helping others? Yeah, I would say for the coach just starting out is the reason why it was put on your heart and into your mind to be a coach is because that's what you were called to do. And so I, I've noticed that people have so many limiting beliefs. They don't believe they're qualified enough. They don't believe um, they're smart enough or young enough, or old enough or rich enough or have enough opportunities to do the things that they've been called and designed to do. So I would say that that's just not true. That's just a lie that we tell ourselves because we don't feel worthy of the success. We don't feel like we're valuable enough to teach somebody something of, of worth. And so for that culture starting out, don't give up because there's people literally depending on you to coach them to their dreams of success. And you, you can be the one to help them unlock it. Now, has there been um, a client of yours or a person you've interacted with um, in your coaching practice that you can share uh, how you help them get to the next level? Obviously don't name their names, but maybe tell the story about how you, where they were and how you were able to help them kind of maybe achieve more than they thought possible. Yeah, I think in coaching, you know, it's reminding people what they're already good at. You know what I mean? So I, I like to, to focus on the things that they do well and to build upon their strengths and remind them of their gifts and their talents and their skills and abilities. Because I think people, they second guess themselves and they forget about what they're good at. So as a coach, it's my responsibility to remind them of how great they are and the potential that I see in them. And that's something I try to work tirelessly on because. Uh, people just forget about it. And I just want them to know that once you have someone in your corner who is holding you accountable, then you have more confidence in yourself because you don't want to let yourself down. You don't want to let your coach down. And you know that you've hired them for this reason to go to the next level. So when I'm working with this client that I have now, we have built such a special relationship because, you know, it goes beyond what we're talking about. It's, it's a, it's a personal thing. It's like, I want to see you win in all areas of life, not just the area in life that I'm coaching you on, but all the other areas in your life that may connect with this topic. And so I think that's important that it's a holistic approach that everything is all connected. So now, um, are you still doing speaking? Um, are, is speaking opportunities opening up or are you doing it virtually now? So I've done some virtually. Uh, I have one coming up on a physical stage here this weekend. So I'm starting to see more opportunities here as we're getting later into this pandemic. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the next opportunity. And what types of uh, groups typically hire you for speaking? I've spoken in schools, nonprofits, and churches. And if somebody wants to learn more, maybe get on your calendar for a speaking engagement or hire you as a coach, is there a website? Yeah, so on my website is jessiecruzspeaks.com. 
Um, or they can also email me at authorjessecruz at gmail.com or jesse at jessecruzspeaks.com. Well, Jesse, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. We appreciate your time. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. 